ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hired somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop. Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9, the game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. What are we doing? I'm going to drop the plans for this. I'm going to... And Eric Fry. Arg. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. What's up out there? Welcome in to a, a Thursday edition of the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. Coming up, we got a lot of NBA uh, draft day uh, talk coming at you, of course, as uh, tonight is the uh, big night there in uh, Brooklyn to see, well, we already told you yesterday, we already know who's going to be the number one pick. It's about the second and beyond. And also, are there going to be any draft day trades as well? Hey, speaking of trades, we already had one go down. So uh, we'll explore that one as well involving the Boston Celtics and Memphis Grizzlies. And we'll also hit up on some Major League Baseball from yesterday as uh you know, both of our area teams, Cubs, Cardinals, they're already off in London. I, I know that the Cardinals have already landed uh, there in London already, and we'll uh, talk about that and talk about the games that happened yesterday. Didn't work out so well for the uh, Cardinals, but mm-hmm. DC rain on their parade, I guess you'd say. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least we got the game in. I guess that's all that all that matters. All, they all were that worried, matters, Travis. All that's that they were worried thing. about. So that would have been a logistical nightmare if they had to push everything back to today or mm-hmm. <laughs> had to wait until later on in the season maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, hey, we'll talk all about it coming up in a little bit. And also wanted to hit up on uh, some Illinois news and uh, notes on the uh, football side of things for uh, the recruiting trail as well as uh, Josh Whitman. Uh, the uh, AD there at Illinois had uh, a media call yesterday, and he had a couple of interesting things to say. Uh, one instance I'm going to bring up about postseason success and what he had to say about that or lack thereof. Mm. So I'm sure Eric will, will love what he said. And also he was talking about uh, some uh, upgrades to a Memorial Stadium possibly incoming both in the stadium and fan experience as well. I thought was interesting as well. So uh, we'll get to that at some point as well. And whatever I don't get to here in the uh, terrestrial show, we get to in the uh, podcast in uh, some sort of a fashion of course you can find that podcast wherever you find your favorite pods 
iTunes, Spotify, and even on our website, fmradio.com. Just click and you can listen on to the pod uh, there as well. Of course, the starting lineup would not be possible without my man meets Tingley Insurance Agency worth computer repair and uh, to topless state uh, banks. So we uh, thank those fine folks out there for sponsoring uh, the uh, program. All right, so we got a lot to get to here on this uh, Thirsty Thursday, a throwback Thursday, whatever you want this Thursday to be. We're here to help you celebrate and uh, talk about some sports, and it is uh June 22nd as well as we get close to the end of the month. So uh, let's jump right into it and let's get it started and let's get it started with what we always do. It's first things first. Before we get into the show. First things first. And we'll get into that NBA trade that happened yesterday as there were some rumors floating around that uh, Christian Porzingis was going to be headed to uh, the uh, Celtics in a, a three-way deal. And then the initial deal, well, that was uh, fell through apparently. And, uh, well, it ended up happening anyways. And uh, new teams involved. And that was the Boston Celtics, Washington Wizards, and Memphis Grizzlies all involved in uh, this uh, theme. Uh, three-team trade as Marcus Smart has been a shift off to uh, Memphis and uh, Christoph Porzingis is going to be a Boston Celtics. So uh, those were two of the uh, significant players involved in that trade. So Porzingis is a Celtic and Marcus Smart now Memphis Grizzly. Yes and Travis there's lots of implications in this. Where where do you, would you like to begin? Uh, I mean, who do you think this is a bigger trade for? Let's start right, with that. Yeah, let's start. Let's start with that. I almost want to say that it would be the Celtics with uh, adding Porzingis. See, I think I, I think it makes the Celtics a better team. A hundred percent, adding Porzingis, and we talked about could they keep Smart and and Tatum together in and Boston Brown, and Brown and Brown. Yes, and Brown. So, barring Brown or Tatum not leaving, that's your big three in Boston. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a pretty decent big three. Porzingis had his best year last year. Right, yeah, I, I looked it up, and you know he averaged uh, 23 points a game last year, and he played the most games that he had outside of his first two years in mm-hmm. the league. And, of course, he had an injury, injured an ACL, and was out the whole year in 2018-2019. But, yeah, he had statistically the, the best year that he ever had in Washington. And, you know, I, I thought his tenure in Dallas was kind of disappointing. But lucky here, I mean, he averaged 20 points a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only year he didn't was in uh, 2021. So he actually did a lot better than what I thought. But, uh, yeah, I think this uh, benefits uh, Boston uh, greatly here. Now, Travis, here's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. As far as news making, and everything you said was right, and Porzingis last year, uh, you know, he's the only player in NBA history to average two three-pointers and one-and-a-half blocks in multiple seasons. Uh, one of four players record 100 three-pointers and 100 blocks in a season at least three times. Uh, last year, career high in points, field goal percentage, assists per game. Um, and the Celtics ranked third in pick-and-pop plays, which that's what Porzingis is good at. Mm-hmm. That's one of his best things. So, 
Porzingis was second in three-pointers made last season among players listed as centers. The only center with more, Al Horford, who is still on the Celtics. On the Celtics, yeah. So they got a lot of good shooting on on the Celtics. But Travis, mm-hmm. as far as more newsmaking, mm-hmm. I think it is smart going to Memphis. Why is that? Because they're making post-jaw plans. Are they? Would would you bring in Marcus Smart if you didn't think that John ja Morant if if John ja Morant doesn't get suspended? Yeah, I'm still doing that. You're still doing that. Mm-hmm. Where's he gonna play once Ja comes back? He can play at the other guard position. He can play a shooting guard. I already had someone there. Mm, I mean, I have to look at the depth chart, but. Um, I mean, as far as I know, you could put him there at the shooting guard. So, to me, that's more of the news. Hmm. Desmond Bain, who I thought was a a good young player, he's all right. But they have him listed as small forward too. He can play either or. He can play either or, and you know, Marcus is good at coming off the bench as well. Uh, yeah, I'd rather have Marcus Smart. I, I I think it is very telling that Memphis went out and made this trade. Yeah, I mean, I I think that you're trying to bring someone in that could potentially be a leader and kind of help Jaw along and kind of keep him in line. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's not vocal as, you know, you would think of a guy like Draymond or anything like that, but uh, he would still be a good veteran guy to maybe, you know, Show Jaw the way, yeah, and yeah. keep him on the straight and narrow, and whatnot. And I mean, for the defensive purposes, they're already one of the best defensive right. teams in the league. They ranked third in defensive efficiency last year, and uh, Jared Jackson Jr. has already been named uh, the defensive player of the year a couple of times. And you added Marcus Smart in his defense as well. So, man, they're pretty. They got it locked down on that side uh, of the court defensively now with Marcus. Now, can we talk about the team that Porzingis is leaving, Travis? The Washington Wizards, huh? Can you say in big, bold letters, rebuild? Oh, yeah, definitely. Here's the Wizards' top scorers from last season. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. As far as points per game. Bradley yep. Beal. Gone. Porzingis. Gone. Kyle Kuzma. I guess he's testing free agency. Unrestricted free agent. <laughs> uh, Hachimura. Uh, they traded him in January. Yeah, traded he was him. still the fourth best points per game <laughs> on the team. Yeah, at the end of the year, their top four scorers have left. Mm-hmm. This is a team that is going to be tough to watch in the DC area. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Uh, they did uh, receive some uh, players: uh, Tyrus Jones, yeah, he's from the, the biggest Grizzlies, uh, Dario Gallinari from the Celtics, and Mike Muscala from the Celtics as well, and they also did receive the 35 pick in this year's draft from the Celtics. And I think I think Gallinari will get bought out. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that that's my gut feeling. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised with that. I don't think he wants to go to Washington. Right. If you're going from Memphis to Washington. <laughs> and if you didn't think that uh, Chris Paul was going to – Stick it around in Washington. He's not. It's pretty much seals it. That yeah. They're going to flip him. Yep. 
either try to trade him tonight for some draft picks or they'll just buy him out and he can walk. Right, yeah. One of the two. Like I said, Chris Paul will not be suiting up as a member of the Washington Wizards. No. I I feel 100% on that, Travis. Yeah, I think you can be really confident. Uh-huh. And that so, uh, Celtics also got Porzingis, of course, but they also received the uh, Grizzlies uh, tw- uh, t- number twenty-five pick in this year's draft, and they also got a twenty twenty-four first-round pick. It's a top-four protected pick from the Warriors. So, mm. um, I'm getting a pick in this year's draft and uh, another first-rounder. Yep, uh, there in Grizzlies, that's all they got is uh, Marcus Smart. There from the Celtics in that deal. Which again is odd. So, yeah, you're trading away Tyrese Jones and some draft picks, basically, mm-hmm. there. So, mm. but I was like, ah, you know, Boston was ready to celebrate after uh, the deal with uh, Porzingis was uh, going to go through earlier in the day. Uh, I forgot what that uh, three way trade uh, entailed and involved, but. Uh, then it came out with uh, Woj said that that deal fell through, and then not too long after that, this one came out and became official uh, there. So, uh, of course, Grizzlies going to be without the services of uh, John Morant for a while, so yep. Marcus Smart would be uh, running the uh, point side of things that you would expect for Memphis in the upcoming uh, season. But uh, Porzingis, now a... Eh? Celtic there and kind of crowded in the post there for uh, Boston. You got Al Horford, you got uh, Robert Williams the yeah. third, and so uh, Porzingis is actually better than what I thought. So. Oh yeah, I, I think this is a decent trade for Boston, especially the way they ended last season. They needed to make some big move this off season. Yeah, and it certainly sounds like uh, they'll keep Brown and yep. they'll keep him around and uh, sign him to a Supermax yep. uh, deal as well there. So uh, if the season started today on the depth chart, it'll be Derek Williams starting at the uh, point. Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench as the sixth man. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Porzingis, and Horford. And Robert Williams would be one of the first off the bench as well uh, there. And can't forget Barry in the depth chart. Blake Griffin here on the Celtics too. <laughs> so we have uh, seen a one uh, trade happen in uh, the NBA. Can another one happen uh, later on uh, tonight during the draft or, you know, or is everything going to go a uh, shock and whatnot? So uh, we'll take a look at uh, the uh, draft and we'll talk about uh, two of the uh, hottest names out there on uh, the uh, trade market. That of course is Zion Williamson and Dame Lillard as well. We'll also talk about someone who uh, declined an option yesterday and where he fits in in free agency. And also, do the Bulls make a move tonight as well? We'll find out. So uh, stick around here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement. And you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance 
at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around, talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Fourth of July savings are here at Eubinger's Furniture Company with interest-free financing of up to three full years. Approval requires see store for details. Hurry out while selections are so good. Our floor is filled with new styles and fantastic bedding. This sale ends July 3rd, as Eubinger's will be closed for July 4th to celebrate the holiday. So shop our sale with up to three years free financing, only at Eubinger's Furniture Company, where the deal's worth the drive. Highway 50 East, Aura. As summer weather heats up, it has me craving nice, cool items for dinner. Maybe grabbing a quarter of Niemer's potato salad, coleslaw, broccoli cauliflower salad, or macaroni salad is just what you need to go with the burgers and broths on the grill at home. These items and anything we sell here at Niemer's are available for convenient pickup in our drive through window. Add a fresh strawberry pie or a dozen homemade cookies and you've got dinner covered. I'll see you at Niemer's. So delicious, always Cromwell Media Effingham is currently dealing with a low power issue due to our tower being hit by lightning. This is affecting WCRC at the moment. You can listen to your favorite Cromwell Media stations at FEMradio.com by downloading the free FEM Radio app or your smart speaker. Again, this is something we are aware of and are working as fast as we can to get it corrected. We apologize for any inconvenience and truly appreciate you being a loyal listener of Cromwell Media Effingham. Thank you. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives, and destroying all out of family homes. These tragedies remind us to double-check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. It's time to get that new truck you've been wanting. And why not get the best-selling retail full-size truck on the market? The Chevy Silverado, here at Dan Heck Chevrolet in Effingham. Discover the power and versatility with unmatched reliability and performance that makes Silverado the best seller. Take advantage of the rebates and low finance rates, plus discounts, and put a new Silverado in your driveway. You'll save the most where we sell the most. Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, or danheck.com online. And now, so we teased it, I'll show Eric break the news. Eric, are you there, my friend? The starting lineup. Okay, we have, uh, has uh, left the call, so we have dropped Eric. So, unfortunately, we will uh, have to stick around next week. On 98.9 The Game.
Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry alongside. And uh, we just got done talking about the uh, Porzingis and Marcus uh, Smart trade. So uh, let's uh, still continue on the uh, conversation about the uh, draft and if there's going to be any uh, draft day uh, trades. In particular, the two uh, players that I'm looking at that I prepped for today. And uh, that is Zion Williamson or possibility of a Dame Lillard as well even though a Woj has shut that down as he has apparently heard that the Trailblazers are shutting down any trade talks with any teams calling for Dame Lillard services so it looks like he was on Woj was on the Pat McAfee show yesterday to talk about that so it looks like a Dame would potentially stay there in Portland and he would uh, see if uh, Portland would build around him and whatnot, see if he could get any players to uh, come and uh, play with him uh, there because mm -hmm. he got some headlines a couple weeks ago uh, when he was on a, a podcast uh, talking about if he was uh, on the move where it would be a trade destination that he would uh, like to be. And he mentioned Miami would be uh, one of his choices because uh, Bam is his dog, is what he yeah. said. So. Hmm. Um, and then he also had in his end of the year press conference said, I don't have much of an appetite for building with guys two or three years away and not really going after it. So uh, that kind of raised some eyebrows of potentially not looking forward to a potential uh, rebuild uh, there. Kind of sounded like he wanted to uh, compete now, but looks like they're going to shut down uh, that talk of any trade of Dame, um, at least for now at the moment. So. Looks like Dame's staying in Portland. Well, and there's a new rumor I have for you, Travis. Are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. The Knicks and Clippers have talked Paul George. Mm, Paul George, huh? Yes. According to league sources around the area, around the league, uh, the Clippers are gauging interest in Paul George. Mm. So, Paul George, Kawhi, felt like you never were on the same court at the same time. But it yeah. may be done already kind of a failed experiment mm -hmm. uh, there as well. Of course, uh, the Knicks have been in potential. They were in talks of uh, potentially you would think that it would be a suitor out there uh, for Dame Lillard uh, last offseason. I, I expertly predicted him to uh, go there. I would have loved to have seen him in a Nick uniform, but obviously uh, that didn't happen. So it looks like they might re-shift mm -hmm. uh, fo re their focus to Paul George. But also, the Knicks have kind of kicked around the idea of, you know, possibly if they could make a, a trade for a Zion uh, work uh, as well. And uh, one of the uh, another big rumor would be that if the uh, Trailblazers are looking to uh, move out of that uh, three spot, that the Pelicans would be a prime team to go up there and try to get uh, whoever doesn't fall. If it's Scoot Hinder or Scoop or uh, Brandon Miller. So mm -hmm. they would potentially want to uh, go up and grab them and they could potentially deal Zion there to <laughs> Portland. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. So uh, Portland also has some uh, other potential uh, suitors that could be uh, getting up in that uh, third uh, slot as well. Besides the uh, Pelicans, uh, one team that uh, came to mind uh, for me 
um, to uh, potentially um, move up there and uh, swap with the uh, the Knicks. They don't really have any draft picks, so they wouldn't ride, really want to try to get up there and uh, go for three and uh, swap with um, swap for uh, Zion or anything like that. I think they should probably focus some more on if they wanted to pursue. Instead of the other way, Dame going to Miami, having someone from Miami come to Portland because clearly Dame wants to have, play with Bam Adebayo there. Maybe Portland should shift their focus there or potentially the Raptors as well. That's one uh, team that potentially uh, comes to mind that possibly would be involved with Pascal Siakam uh, there, especially if the Raptors are want to a rebuild. We know what the Raptors have kind of tore down the roster a little bit uh, when they won the championship Kawhi was only one and done and they've since dealt DeRozan out of there uh, Lowry's gone and Fred Van Philly looks like he's going to be a testing free agency uh, there so Toronto could be a potential rebuild and they could potentially want to go up and grab Scoop or Brandon mm-hmm. Miller mm-hmm. as well and Charlotte also is uh, could be in talks uh, as well but potentially uh, moving out of that uh, two spot because the Pelicans are apparently high on Scoop Henderson as well. So uh, potentially Zion could be paired up with uh, LaMelo Ball there in Charlotte. Uh, There's some intriguing scenarios there tonight. Yep. And a a couple other rumors that I have for you. You ready? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Suns had at one point talked with the Celtics about DeAndre Ayton trade. Now, obviously, that is probably off the table since they went and got uh, Porzingis. Um, DeAndre Hunter reportedly is on the block from Atlanta. Um, As well as the Bulls are quietly getting the value of Zach Levine. Right, yeah, that's why I mentioned the Bulls. Are mm-hmm. they going to potentially do something? I know that they might float Levine out there potentially. From what I've read and from what execs are saying is that the Bulls are valuing too much um, for a Levine trade. Uh, what the Bulls are wanting to get back for Levine, Travis, is um, one league source said the Bulls would be focused on getting a good young player, multiple first-round picks, and a salary filler if they decide to trade Levine, another said one first-round pick and an established high-end player might be enough. But still, that's a lot to ask for a guy who, yes, you know, is a two-time All-Star, but he, you know, he's not flashy. It's hard to say a two-time dunk champion isn't flashy. Right. Plus, yeah. the Bulls have no picks in the draft this year. They have nothing. Yeah, I was gonna say I was looking here. I thought I knew they didn't have a first. No, nope, they don't have any second. But nope. So no um, picks at all. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Seventy Sixers will not pursue Chris Paul or Fred Van Fleet. So, um, uh, what was the other one? Obi Toppin and Tom Timido had a verbal altercation after their playoff loss. So maybe Obi Toppin may be on the move if he can't get along well with uh, his coach. Um, I would expect Porzingis to sign an extension with Boston at some point soon. Obviously, they just traded for him. Hmm. He's not going to be a, a one-year rental, you you wouldn't think. Um, right, and, you know, for Porzingis, you got to capitalize on uh, your best season yep. ever. Yep. Um, 76ers are floating around Tobias Harris, but league executives are saying that they're wanting too much for them. Uh, for Tobias Harris, but the Pistons, Cavs, and Pacers have made inquiry uh, about uh, 
Tobias Harris. So be on the lookout for that. And Miles Turner and Buddy Heald from over in Indy, they are linked to the Lakers ahead of tonight's draft. So possibly a Beasley, Bamba, and the number 17 pick possibly going for Miles Turner and Buddy Heald of Indy. So um, something along those lines. We'll have to wait and see on that. And the Pacers have two picks tonight mm-hmm. in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pick a seven, of course, and then uh, they are all the way down there at uh, 26 Yep, as well. So Also, the Celtics are far from done from making deals, so don't Ooh. be surprised. Um, there's no guarantee that the team will be able to retain Porzingis along with the rest of the supporting cast in 2024 alongside Tatum Brown um, with the new CBA. So, uh According to some people, uh, Stevens, Brad Stevens, uh, elects to do more of that with younger talent or more trade free agent activity remains to be seen. But one league source insists that Boston is far from done. Hmm. Also, you mentioned Toronto, Atlanta interested in Pascal Siakam. So Atlanta yep. have attempted several different packages to land him from Toronto, and thus far they have not uh, not been accepted and Monte Monte Morris from Washington expected to be the next wizard on the move. So <laughs> wizards not done yet. Uh, still going to be making moves. Jeez. So. Who's going to be left there in Washington? <sighs> you got me, Travis. Um, <laughs> Whoever they take in the eighth place in the draft. Yep. And then whatever their draft picks they get, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. That's, that's a uh, rough, very much so. Uh, they're in uh, D.C., but uh, we'll just have to uh, wait where everyone falls in. Of course, everyone loves a good a draft day trade, so uh, we'll definitely be uh, watching out and uh, listening uh, for that as well because we'll have coverage for you here on yes. 989 of the game of the uh, NBA draft that starts at 7 o'clock, right? Yes, uh, 6 o'clock. I didn't know if there was a pregame or six anything o'clock. like nope. that. Six so, o'clock. So six o'clock will be the uh, pre-coverage of the uh, draft. And, of course, it'll be uh, Victor Wimbiyama uh, going uh, number one overall there to uh, the uh, Spurs. And uh, we'll see if it's uh, Brandon Miller or uh, Scoot Henderson will be called at uh, number two. And then anticipated after that, the uh, Thompson twins there from the overtime mm-hmm. elite. And then we'll get all of the uh, college players out of the uh, way as Brandon Miller, the only projected uh, best player available there in the uh, top five. And we mentioned that uh, yesterday about uh, only one collegiate player uh, being picked there in the top five. And also like you uh, mentioned there as well to uh, close out the uh, segment, there was also a player that declined his uh, player option. Yeah. That was uh, Chris Middleton yes. of the uh, Bucks. And I uh, heard um, Wendy here on uh, first take this morning uh, talk about that. He didn't really see him going anywhere. It's just kind of just a little think to restructure mm-hmm. his deal mm-hmm. anything but he didn't anticipate him going anywhere else besides milwaukee yeah but don't forget i mean chris milton 24 points per game second on the team during their finals victory uh he is eligible for a five-year 276 million dollar contract from the bucks or a four-year 204 million dollar deal from any other team it certainly seems unlikely but a 276 million dollar deal would tie Jokic for the largest contract by total value in nba history i don't think chris middleton's worth that oh no especially with his injuries he's just had yeah 
Um, since the 22 playoffs, he's missed the final 10 playoff games this year with a sprained MCL. He underwent left wrist surgery during last year's offseason, which sidelined him for the first 20 games mm-hmm. at the start of this season. And he returned on December 2nd, 2022 and played six of seven games before missing 18 straight with right knee soreness. But when he was on the floor, Travis, it was one of his worst seasons in years. And Milwaukee went 25 and 8 without him. Mm, so successful. Or 25 and 8 with him on the floor. I'm sorry. Oh. Well. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I, you know, everyone says, oh, he's not going to go anywhere. But you never know. No. If someone, because again, if he can get that 276 in five years from the Bucks, which I think they'd be absurd to pay him. Yeah. And another team offers him four years and 204. Why wouldn't you take that? I mean, yeah, if somebody else offers you the most money, I mean, why not? I would. Yeah, I mean, why not? So go and, uh, Look, go and get your money, Chris Middleton. Go to Houston. Houston has the most money. Yeah, I was going to say, Houston's been talked about uh, making some moves Mm -hmm. this offseason, of course. The rumors of James Harden potentially wanting a reunion uh, there as well. And I've also heard them kicking around the idea of maybe acquiring Zion uh, Williamson there as well. Houston has $49 million in cap space. The next best team is the Pacers, Travis, who have $13 million. So, like I said, the Rockets have, have nothing but cap space because they their average age of their players travis the 11 players on the rockets team 22 that's Ooh. the average age wow of the 11 players on the rockets ouch that's they're <laughs> such a young team everyone's on rookie <laughs> contracts but yeah uh the pacers at two chris middleton wasn't he a pacer at one point i thought he was I don't think entire so. career in milwaukee no I'm he was sure. traded till milwaukee maybe he just became good he did in, just uh, become good in Milwaukee. In Milwaukee. But I swore he played somewhere else, too. Uh, apparently, he was with... Who is that team? The, the what Pistons? is that jersey? The Pistons. Pistons for a year. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. So, basically, his whole, basically his whole career, but not a pacer. Yeah, no. So. The Thunder, by the way, have the sixth most cap space. That would be a team if I was a free agent like a Chris Middleton. I would be very intrigued by. <laughs> and they got the draft pick capital. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, the Rockets, they picked up, well, they picked fourth overall uh, tonight. So basically they get whatever left from yeah. uh, Wimbiama and Henderson and Miller. So they'll grab one of the twins is what's anticipated uh, yep. there. So uh, Rockets, you get the consolation prize. There you go. So... <laughs> Uh, the Pistons would pick uh, fifth. Uh, there are the Magic sixth, and then that's where we see the uh, Pacers, Wizards, Jazz, and Mavs close out of the uh, top ten in uh, tonight's draft there. So we'll see if anyone is going to hop up there in the uh, top five, and uh, that's what we all want, right? The, all the uh, draft day chaos and draft day trades. And, of course, uh, we talked about it yesterday with uh, Trey Young and Luca deal of the swap mm-hmm. with the Hawks and the Mavs, see if anything like that occurs this time around as well. But uh, you can listen to that right here at 6 o'clock, NBA draft coverage for you right here on 98.9. Yep. 
Let's move away uh, from uh, basketball and let's hit up on some uh, Major League Baseball uh, from yesterday before the Cubs and Cardinals travel across the pond. What happened in their games as well as what else happened around the league? Coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Welcome summer. Find your happy place. Dust and Sun Auto Supplies wants to make sure that you are ready to enjoy your patio, porch, deck, boat dock, wherever your happy place is. Dust and Sun carries a variety of different models of pressure washers available in both Karcher and steel. And don't forget to grab some Challenger cleaner. Dust and Sun carries Challenger in convenient spray bottles, as well as gallon concentrate for those bigger jobs. Stop in any Dust and Sun Auto Supplies location and let us help you take the pressure off getting your happy place ready. Are you using FS Diesel X Gold from South Central FS in your diesel-powered engines? To ensure you get the best return from your diesel fuel dollars, FS Diesel X Gold contains eight premium additives to restore lost horsepower, improve fuel economy, and provide lasting protection for vital fuel system parts. This is Julie with South Central FS, and I believe in Diesel X Gold. It is the best fuel to power and protect your diesel engines. Contact one of us today, your South Central FS Energy Team, for more information. There are only three northern white rhinos left in the world, but together we can turn things around. Your support to the San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy helps support groundbreaking solutions. Join us now at endextinction.org. Buffalo Bills Center of the West in Cody, Wyoming welcomes you as you enter Yellowstone Park's east entrance. Five museums in one and the greatest firearms museum anywhere. Welcome to the West. Buffalo Bills Center of the West, Cody, Wyoming. Hi there, I'm here to tell you a little about this new program called Save to Help Illinois. Maybe you know somebody who's being bullied, or worse, thinking about hurting themselves or others. If you don't feel safe telling an adult about the things that are happening around you, check out Safe to Help. Safe to Help is not about snitching or getting someone in trouble, it's about helping one another out. You can call, you can text. You can download the free mobile app and it's all over social media. So what do you say? Let's give it a try. Brought to you by IEMA. And now, like I love the movie Draft Day. It's one of my top five favorite movies of all time. No joke. The starting lineup. Blues Brothers. Yeah, the original, not 2000. That one stinks. Wayne's World. Inception. You got four with Draft Day. Oh, The Godfather. Now that, that is a worthy top 10 movie right there. Yep, I'll give you that for sure. I got one from Travis out of five. Yep, yeah, I'll give you that one. (laughs) On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center Update. The Blues are bringing back a restricted free agent. The team signed forward Adam Gaudet to a one-year, two-way deal yesterday. He will make $775,000 if he spends the whole year in the NHL. The 26-year-old did not appear in a game with the Blues last season, but he brings 218 games of NHL experience to the locker room. 
St. Louis City SC gave up a pair of second-half goals during a 3-1 loss to Real Salt Lake at City Park. And the city is now in second place in Washington in Western Conference with nine wins, two draws, and seven losses for 29 points. They visit San Jose on Saturday. As we talked about, the Bulls aren't scheduled to have a pick in tonight's draft in Brooklyn. They sent this year's first runner to the Magic in the trade for Vucevich. They also lost one second-round pick in another previous trade, while the NBA took another selection due to free agency penalty. Bulls could still trade into the 2023 NBA draft which gets underway at 7 o'clock. Another team news, forward Derek Jones Jr. declined his player option for the upcoming season yesterday. Chicago Fire FC scored in the 83rd minute to beat the Portland Timbers 2-1 at Providence Park. Chicago is now 11th in the Eastern Conference with four wins, eight draws, and six losses for 20 points. They visit Sporting KC on Saturday night. And Chicago Sky will try to snap their four-game losing streak when they host the Washington Mystics at Trust Arena tonight. Game tips off at 7 o'clock. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fravor there with the uh, Sports Center read there. Let's hit up on uh, some uh, Major League uh, Baseball uh, from uh, yesterday in a rain soaked affair. It was Washington getting the uh, shutout of the uh, Cardinals uh, 3 uh, to uh, 0. As I was listening to the uh, pregame show here in the uh, studios on 98.9. I was a little worried about them not even getting the game in at all, but they're like, let's just start this thing. And I think the Cardinals already had their minds elsewhere. Yeah. They're already thinking about London. They were already thinking about tea and crumpets. and yeah. They already had one foot. They were on visiting the, the Queen. Like they, they already had uh, one foot on the plane, yep. I yep. think. And so uh, they get shut out uh, three to nothing. Mm. Uh, so uh, Trevor Williams uh, gets it done against us. Yeah, not a and ended your winning streak, Travis. Yep. Uh, so that's all. That's all right. I knew we'd come to an end sooner or later. We yeah, all, eventually. You're not gonna win forever. I mean, former Cub Trevor William, by the way. I know. Yeah, I heard that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're talking about that on the pregame. Um, I mean, Michael Cedigo has seven innings. He did have a lot of traffic on the base pass with eight hits and a couple earned runs and a home run uh, given off of him, but uh, not a terrible uh, start. But yeah. Uh, Cardinals can get anything going in the rain and they get uh, shut out there. So uh, they'll be off today and uh, tomorrow. As I mentioned, I already saw some uh, photos that they're already uh, there mm-hmm. uh, arriving in London. Uh, they're in preparation uh, for the uh, game. Yeah. And the uh, Cubs, well, they come in uh, kind of the opposite of the uh, Cardinals a, a little bit mm-hmm. as uh, they've now won a three in a row as uh, they beat the Pirates again and they swept the Pirates again. Oh, yeah. And they win eight to three uh, yesterday. Kyle Hendricks just yeah. shuts them down. Yeah, looked good. That's two straight start for Hendricks now where he's looked good. So it uh, gives you a little bit of hope if you're a Cubs fan uh, that Kyle Hendricks maybe is kind of figuring it out a little bit, which is is nice. And, and the offense was there. Horner with a triple, um, as well as, you know, Suzuki, sacrifice fly. Horner then hit a homer. Um, yeah, I just, like I said, I wish we could play the Pirates every day. <laughs> I know. Every day. I know. And, Travis, if it wasn't for those lousy Reds never losing again, we would be right at the top of the Central right now. Probably but, so. Ugh. But still, lousy Reds. Three and a half backs. Yeah, yeah. Only uh, two and a half behind Milwaukee. Yeah. Which again, this is why this series this weekend is so important. Right. And really, like this series is important for both teams. But closing out the rest of June 
is really going to be the importance for both of these teams to kind of see where they're at. Um, I saw some people on social media asking, as far as Cubs fans, what are we? Like right now at the trade deadline, what are we? Are we buying or are we selling? And that's why it's so important to finish off, you know, this first half of the year strong if you're Chicago. And uh, same with the Cardinals of just figuring out. And I think the Cubs have a tougher schedule than the Cardinals do to close out June. Maybe not. It may be close. Um, yeah, I think it's close. The Cardinals close out of June with the Astros and uh, also uh, the Yankees yeah. after that. And the uh, uh, Cubs finish out with the uh, Phillies mm-hmm. and the Guardians yep. as well in the early part of July. Yep. And then after that, Travis, you're on the road if you're in Chicago to the All-Star break at Milwaukee and at the Yankees. That's you got to know where you're at. You got seven; those seven games, four with Milwaukee, three with the Yankees. You got to know where you're at heading into or coming out of those series. All right. Yeah, for sure. If you can go in and sweep Milwaukee, hey, maybe we're buyers. If we go in and get swept by Milwaukee, we we'll probably be sellers. Right. But it won't matter because the Reds are never losing again. <laughs> I was a little worried about them yesterday, though. They yeah. were they were down three nothing. Uh, but they come all the way back and they win a five to three over the Iraqis, and they've now won eleven straight games and their longest winning streak in sixty six years for Cincinnati. Uh, I kind of I, like. I don't know what has happened. What kind of water they're drinking? Uh, De La Cruz must have made up a special batch of Matt Carpenter salsa. Like I, I don't know. I guess so. what is happening with this team. Uh, yeah, it's been. Quite the turnaround. It has, 100%. It's been amazing. Uh, so uh, they uh, win. They win again. And uh, what's their upcoming schedule uh, looking like? When is this uh, win streak finally going to uh, end? They're going to have a series with the Braves this weekend. So potentially. Mm, maybe. Maybe. And uh, they uh, start off the next week with Baltimore yeah. as well. They're in Baltimore. Hmm. So... I don't know. They look pretty good. They do uh, right now. Uh, the uh, uh, speaking of Baltimore, they uh, fell to the Rays as Tampa got the win, a seven and two, a two as they uh, split that one and one series that they were having. Uh, the Blue Jays won over the Marlins, a six two, a three. A Gosman goes six strong innings, and uh, Matt Chapman homered as well, leading the race as I mentioned yesterday in the. Uh, all-star voting for third baseman in the American League. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tigers win over the Royals, a 9-2-4. and two, uh, four. Uh, Javi Baez, 1,000 hits now. Mm. Not saying that's a big deal. They just had to put that on the ESPN stats. All right, well, thank you. <laughs> if you were wondering how well Javi Baez is doing. I, I, I wasn't, but I appreciate it. How many us. strikeouts does he have now? Probably 9,000. <laughs> Probably. Uh, the Diamondbacks, they beat the Brewers 5-1. to one. Zach Gallion wins win number nine, and also he goes seven strong innings as well. Uh, the Astros, uh, they won in a wild game over the Mets. This was back and forth, and Houston ended up winning a 10-2-8 as uh, they take 2-3 uh, there. Uh, the Yankees they went over the uh, Mariners uh, four to two, as uh, Yankees go deep three times to beat Seattle. Guardians seven to six over the uh, A's. Uh, Naylor has the go ahead home run there in the eighth. It was the Twins and extras over the Red Sox five to four. 
The Rangers a six to three over the uh, White Sox, and uh, him hits a home run. And his celebration when he was rounding first was the uh, challenge uh, celebration that he wanted a challenge. Oh, he did that around base. So uh, he's having a little uh, fun with it. Oh boy! Uh, there, that was the guy that got called against. Yes. So yes, uh, that's why he did that. Uh, the Dodgers, they shut out the Angels again, a 2 to a 0. And Freddie Freeman goes deep off Shohei Otani. So uh, they, they beat Shohei yesterday. And Angels had only scrapped across two hits. Mm. So Not a good not a good game there for the Angels. No, but that was the only run that Otani uh, gave up was that home run to Freddie Freeman so in seven innings of work. Well, just so you know, Travis, if we would have done way back Wednesday, I was going to pick Freddie Freeman. So just, just – Oh, yeah. okay. No. Um, I, you you wanted to know, Travis, I got you. Javi Baez, 1,001 career hits, 1,164 career strikeouts. Yeah, so – not as much as I thought. No, no. <laughs> uh, and then the Giants, they're also on a win streak of their own. Uh, they've won a 10 in a row, the longest win streak they've had since 2004. They went over the uh, Padres 4-2. to two. And, uh, yes, we had a, another instance of a, a catcher being called of interference again in this uh, one. Maybe not as egregious. Uh, the Padres catcher was kind of blocking the path mm-hmm. of the runner. So Still, not as I, egregious as the other night. I hate we're being ticky-tacky. I know, back-to-back days, Yeah, too. And the uh, Braves and Phillies were supposed to play, but they had some uh, rain there in the uh, Northeast, and uh, that game's been uh, postponed to a day-night doubleheader on uh, September 11th. So huh. that's when it'll be made up. Uh, games going on uh, today. We got the uh, Braves and uh, Phillies uh, concluding their series there. Aaron Nola going he was supposed to go last night but he's going today uh this is a makeup from a june 8th the diamondbacks and a national starting in a little bit uh red sox finishing up with the twins a's matching up with the guardians still padres and giants blake snell against alex wood royals matching up with uh, tampa pittsburgh they're on that nine game losing streak and they're in miami to take on the marlins and seattle finishes up in new york with the yankees so mm. that's the MLB world today. And, of course, Cubs Cardinals traveling to a London. Yep. So off the next two days. So, yep. Uh, we'll, I was going to say, I know you saw the pictures of the Cardinals. Cubs landed as well. Oh, so glad. In case they, you were wondering. Yeah, glad that they made the trip. No one got lost in the ocean <laughs> in a submarine. That's, yes. <laughs> that is uh, something. That's something. <laughs> it sure is. Oh. It sure is. Man. Crazy, Bub. Uh, this is the world we live in. People getting lost in submarines, so with a video game controller controlling it too. Yep. So uh, let's uh, step away, and we're up against the clock, and we're going to be talking to some Illinois news, some Illinois football recruiting, and uh, some uh, uh, stuff that Josh Whitman said uh, yesterday in his little media call. So mm. that's what we're talking about to close out the show. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. 
This is Deputy Chief Kurt Davis of the Effingham Police Department with another safety tip for online use for your family. While online, a child might provide information or arrange an encounter that could risk his or her safety or the safety of other family members. In a few cases, pedophiles have used online services and bulletin boards to gain a child's confidence and then arrange a face-to-face meeting. Parents, be sure to stay in touch with your children's online activities, and if you detect any threats to your child's safety, notify your local police department. Accurately plant at speeds from 3 to 12 miles per hour with the True Speed High Speed Meter available on the Kinsey 5900, 5700, 3665, and 3505 planters and plant up to twice the number of acres in a day versus a conventional meter. By controlling the seed from the seed disc to placement in the seed trench, precision singulation and seed spacing are achieved regardless of seed size, shape, or coating. The industry-leading low-speed release point delivers superior spacing accuracy for precise seed positioning in the row. Advanced design utilizing low wear and easy-to-change components benefit in a lower cost of ownership over other systems. A single no-adjustable singulator is all that is necessary for planting both corn, soybeans, and other crops. True-speed high-speed meters are controlled by the Blue Vantage display to make setup and operation simple and intuitive. Learn more and see True Speed in action. Contact Midwest Tractor Sales in Breeze, Jerseyville, Newton, Sparta, or Vandalia and check them out today. And now... The, the number one for me was the best thing that I saw in sports this weekend. That was on Saturday, hole number 14 at Oakland Golf Course from a 101 yards out. Uh, Eric Fry with a nine iron, sticks one within two feet of the cup, and it was a heck of a golf shot, and it was the best thing I saw in sports this weekend. And now... Feel my moment. thunder! <laughs> Come on, man! Let me gloat about myself. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in. We're going to start a lineup here on 98.9 at The Game. ESPN Radio, Charles Sparks, Eric Fry here with you, only here for a little bit longer here on ESPN Radio, then we switch things over to the uh, podcast, yep. and let's close it out uh, talking about uh, some Illinois news and uh, notes as they were on the uh, football recruiting trail, there is a lot of recruits there on a campus, and a lot of uh, three stars that uh, committed to uh, the uh, program, including uh, one that is right here in Illinois. As uh, you would maybe, if you're fans of Tatopoulos, uh, recognize this name as he played basketball as well as Carson Conkle. He's a three-star tight end from Pinckneyville mm. as he uh, committed to Illinois there as he's a tight end for football. So gotcha. decided to stay in-house and coming from the southern part of the state. Mm-hmm. And uh, Coach Bielema, of course, having that big in-state recruiting uh, objective. Yes. Has nailed another one down uh, there as well. So we'll see what he does there at the U of I. And then it didn't stop there. So uh, we also had a uh, recruit from uh, Florida as he originally committed to Wisconsin. Well, the Illini flipped him as, of course, D-back U is what Illinois is turning into as a Vernon Woodward three-star defensive back flipped from Wisconsin and committed to Illinois. So 
we're flipping people from uh, come in to Wisconsin. Well, if anyone knows how to, you know, tell someone not to go to Wisconsin, it would be it would be Coach Bielema. Coach Bielema. <laughs> yeah, Coach B there as well. And then uh, recently on in campus, say a four-star edge rusher uh, from uh, Chicago, Kenwood there, Marquise Lightfoot was on campus for an official visit as well. So we're waiting on his decision uh, there where he could potentially stay home as well. And that would be a big addition to uh, the uh, line I'm uh, mm-hmm. there on the defensive end uh, there as well. So uh, that was the two uh, news and notes from the recruiting trail. And I'll definitely be keeping an eye out there on that edge rusher and yeah. his commitment uh, in the running. I believe Purdue was in his uh, top uh, selections there as well. So mm. finding out, former coach. Yeah. Might steal another player from yep. us. Well, we'll see. <laughs> and also uh, Josh Whitman was on a uh, media uh, call with some of the media there in the uh, Champaign area, and he was talking about the kind of the end of the year uh, sports of uh you know, touting the success of uh, football uh, and how much that uh, athletics in general generated uh, from this past uh, school year. Said that the 2022-2023 Illinois athletics school year was a tremendous step forward. He said on carrying regular season winning to the postseason across all sports. We would like to see more success when we get there, and uh, that's the uh, next step. And he also mentioned about uh, the uh, uh uh, about the, of course, we talked about here on the show about men's basketball and the success there in the NCAA tournament. Uh, he says that he feels it's important to think about what the NCAA tournament is and what it isn't. He says it's not a means of identifying the na- the nation's best team. The best thing we can do is keep showing up. Our day is coming, and we just haven't found it yet there. So uh, we just got to keep showing up to the party. Well, hey, I'd rather, I guess, be at the dance and be sitting on the sidelines than be sitting at home. Right, yeah, and all about taking the uh, next step. So that's the next, and that's what I've been trying to tell you, Eric, is that, you know, always think about perspective, and our our goals were to just make the postseason before. Now we've established that. We've built on that. So now it's all about taking the next step, and the next step is deep success. But, but Travis, here's the problem, and he even said that, and we've said it on this show so many times, and that is the fact that the NCAA tournament is the worst way to crown a champion. We all agree with that, but that's mm-hmm. the way it's going to be. It's not going to change. Yeah. So I don't care about your regular season success. doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. All about what happens in the postseason. Yep. NASCAR is the only sport where you get a regular season trophy for being the champion at the end of the regular season. Hmm. That's it. Hmm. No one else, you don't get a trophy for winning the regular season. Hmm. Interesting. And uh, he also was uh, talking about uh, football and uh, potentially uh, some new upgrades coming there to uh, Memorial Stadium, not only from a uh, kind of facelift uh, not really facelift, but just kind of uh, adding to the experience as well. But one thing that I was kind of uh, excited about was that he has said that concessions could change, include uh, 50 new points of sale, more walk-in markets, more food trucks, and in-seat service on the uh, west balcony. So uh, that's exciting that now that they see more people are trying to go to the games, that they try to improve that experience uh, there with some of the long lines that I've seen at concessions, both yeah. at football and basketball as well. So uh, I kind of equate that with how NASCAR did it 
uh, this year at uh, Worldwide. Mm-hmm. They saw that they didn't have a lot two years ago, but then this past year uh, they did a lot you better make job adjustments, yep. uh, there. Yep. So looks like they're going to do the same exact thing there. So that's exciting from a, a fan perspective uh, there when it's you're at going least positive, to Memorial yes. Stadium uh, there. So uh, we will continue uh, more conversations in uh, the uh, podcast, but coming up next here on ESPN Radio is uh, Fitz and Harry. And don't forget about the NBA draft tonight, 6 o'clock here on 98.9. So enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Welcome in overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry still here with you. And uh, coming up, we got stuff to uh, clean up from this show. We got also uh, some uh, college baseball to uh, get to one half of the uh, finals are set in uh, college baseball. We also got this date in uh, sports history as well. And we have a new unveiling of a city connect jersey yes well i hate it we haven't uh we haven't really visited the city connect jerseys uh i think we've missed a few uh but the pirates are the latest one to reveal their connect jerseys so will i hate it will eric hate it I've been, I've been. Some people would say overly critical of these things. I would, I would say so. I think that's a good categorization. Well, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see where this one ranks for me. I'll see where it, where it is. So, uh, first before we get to any of that, is there anything on sports center that you wanted to clean up? Yeah, the Pacers are hoping to pack the house for next year's NBA All Star Weekend. Travis is on Wednesday. It was announced that the popular Saturday Night Skills Challenges will be held February 17th at Lucas Oil Stadium, what? the home of the Colts. Configuration will not fill the stadium's 70,000 seat capacity, but will hold around 35,000 seats, which is nearly double the capacity of Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Now, it says just Saturday's festivities. It doesn't say anything at all about the All-Star game. Right. So are they just going to hold the dunk, or as I like to call it, the fake fake contest? The dunk, not... three-point skills. Yeah, but the like dunk that. contest is not... Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. No. That's not what people are going there for. No. So, <laughs> 35,000 people at Lucas Oil Stadium. <laughs> That's crazy. Yep. Uh, the Pacers are moving on with a pair of picks we already talked about. Uh, they uh, trading the 29th and 32nd overall picks for the draft tonight to the Nuggets in exchange for the 40th pick and a first-rounder next year. So, and then the Pacers? The Pacers, yeah. They also made another trade just a little bit ago, correct? Yeah, the uh, Lakers are acquiring the 40th pick from the Pacers yep. for the 47th and a cash. So they traded that 40th pick they got from the Nuggets yesterday to the Lakers. <laughs> right. So the Lakers have the number 17 and 40 pick in the Almost draft like tonight. Almost like they're getting ready to go make a trade or something. Possibly. Yeah. Maybe loading up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NBA is informing its teams that the salary cap increase for the upcoming season. ESPN reports the league informed teams on Wednesday of the updated salary cap projections for the 23-24 season. The NBA salary cap is projected to be $136 million. The luxury tax projected at 165 while the numbers are still just projections and will not be finalized until the NBA's financial audit is completed before the new league year begins on June 30th. 
Uh, the Angels are going to lose a key utility man for the rest of the year. Los Angeles manager Phil Nevin said on Wednesday that infielder Gio Ushela, is that did I say that right? Ushela? Ushela? That's what I'm going with. Will uh, likely miss the remainder of the season with a fracture in his pelvis. He was injured in last Thursday's win over the Rangers and was placed initially on the 10-day injured list, but he, they, he will not need surgery, so that is at least good. So, mm-hmm. And finally, the Pittsburgh Steelers are mourning the loss of a Super Bowl champion. The team announced on Wednesday that Clark Hagans passed away. He was 46. The outside linebacker helped Pittsburgh win Super Bowl 40 over the Seattle Seahawks in a 21-10 victory at Ford Field in Detroit. Hagans was part of a Steelers defense, ranked fourth in the NFL in yards allowed that season, and played alongside college teammate Joey Porter. Hagans spent eight seasons with Pittsburgh before making stops with the Cardinals and the 49ers. Hmm. That made me think of Travis Super Bowl Forty, the most overlooked and forgotten Super Bowl of all time. Super Bowl Forty, Steelers Seahawks twenty one ten. Right, yeah. I mean, the only thing I can remember, you know, you had Sean Alexander for the Seahawks and Hasselbeck. You had the bus, and you had bus getting win, his win the Super Bowl and then finally, retiring. Yep, Heinz Ward. Yeah. And Ben Roethlisberger, that Steelers team was pretty loaded compared to the Seahawks. Ben Roethlisberger, it was his rookie year. Well, there you go. And, All downhill uh, from there. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the most exciting Super Bowl, and that was the run that Pittsburgh had. They beat the uh, the Colts when they shouldn't have, thanks to uh, Mike Vanderjack. Yep. They're in a fumbled snap as well. Yep, 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 yep. I remember that season well. He remembers it like it was yesterday. Yeah, I remember that shoestring tackle by Ben Roethlisberger that saved the game. That's kind of what set up that Colts field goal attempt. Otherwise, it would have been a pick six to the house, and who knows, it could have had Peyton Manning win a Super Bowl earlier. Maybe. But. Wasn't meant to be. Was not. Wasn't meant to be. Hmm. Super Bowl Forty still was when uh, Super Bowl logos were fun. Yep. Not all the same. Now they're not. Nope. Now they're just... It's almost like another thing that you and me follow, Travis, with their logos. <laughs> yes. It's all look the same. Exactly. Nothing yep. fun about them. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know you do. <laughs> and uh, I did see also here on the uh, side that we talked about some college athletics today. So uh, Dan Hurley, national champion of the Huskies, UConn, mm-hmm. new contract. And it's going to keep him there in UConn to 2028, 2029. Uh. So six-year extension for the national champion. Well-deserved, well right? Yeah, nearly $33 million, though, guaranteed. Hmm. So it seems a little low for a six-year contract. I know little, it's only a coach. But a little bit. It's only a coach, but still. Win a national championship, get a new contract. Yep. So Sounds good to me. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> Where do I sign up? And uh, speaking of uh, national championships, we have one aside decided for the uh, college baseball national championship there in the College World Series. It was uh, Florida punching uh, their ticket, eliminating TCU, and they had to do it in the ninth inning as well. So Florida, they win it 3-2, to two, and they advance on to uh, 
game one of the uh, finals on a Saturday there in Omaha. The way to to take on the winner of uh, tonight's game because LSU forced a uh, elimination game as LSU won over Wake Forest five to two in an upset. So uh, number one LSU or number one Wake Forest on the brink of elimination. So mm-hmm. it could be an all SEC final potentially, or it could be a matchup of one versus two mm. for the national title in uh, college baseball. Bub six o'clock tonight, Wake Forest LSU elimination game there in Omaha. You're ready. And the Gators await. The Gators await. They're lurking. Lurking Gators. They're lurking in the water. Ah, I like that. There, so. Eyes up above. Just, mm-hmm. just there looking. Yep. They had the end the miracle season of Old Dominion. but. <laughs> yep, but. Oh, well. Not to be. Not to be for Old OD. Nope. All right, so uh, let's move on, and uh, let's move on to uh, some uh, baseball, one of our favorite topics here on the program. And also one of our favorite topics is uh, City Connect jerseys, Mm -hmm. as Pittsburgh is the latest to unveil their uh, City Connect uniforms. Yes. So uh, what do we think of these? I like them. like them? I like them. I think they're pretty plain down to earth they didn't change the colors you know i'm a stickler for i know yeah and we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit about these jerseys you know um but i like the front with the the phg on it it's kind of got uh a, a font that's a nod to the city's bridges each letter contains a texture found on the roberto clemente bridge which connects downtown pittsburgh to pnc park so I like that, that they are tying the city, you know, these City Connect jerseys. There's only one, you know, real thing you remember when you think about Pittsburgh. It's that bridge out, you know, that you see past the ballpark. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that they use that texture on the actual lettering of the jersey as opposed to on, like, having a picture of the bridge on it. Like, I, yeah. I, I like it better that way. Um, also, there's a subtle pattern that features... An asteroid design, which is the iconic shape for the Pittsburgh steel industry. A three rivers shape nodding to the three rivers that, you know, used to be Three Rivers Stadium as well. They got a nice little pirate P on the arm, which I think looks great um, as well. And above the jock tag is uh, um, a phrase that says, we bleed black and gold for pants. Um, the Pirates did look at other colors and nicknames. They said, quote, we're the only city where all black and gold is the city. You don't make design decisions for design's sake. That right there ties it up. Because I think it's too many of these jerseys were trying to do something designy just to say they did it designy. Yeah. Pittsburgh decided we're going to keep exactly the way we are because that's what our city mm. is known as. You know, you think yeah, of the Steelers, you think of the Penguins, yeah. they're all black and gold. They're the yeah. only city with major sports teams that all of them are the same. Mm, yeah, that's a nice so touch. So I, I like that they keep that. I like that they didn't change it and, you know, not have red on the Red Sox or have fog coming up like in San Francisco. I, But they still had orange. Yeah, which but... Which is the Giants' colors. Right, but it's foggy. <laughs> I, I, it was awful <laughs> I looking. 
Yeah, it wasn't great. So I would I would put these definitely near the top of uh, near the top. Yeah, I would I would too. I I do like these uh, uniforms. I like the the pattern on the jerseys. When I looked closer uh, at it, I do love that they kind of stick with the same color scheme uh, there, and they just look clean. I'm um, I'm a big fan of the alternate black pants. Uh, I don't think. A lot of teams don't do that enough. I loved the black pants style just because it's something different than white and gray. And I think that hat's clean too. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just clean, good City Connect uniforms. While we're on the subject, Travis, because I'm looking at uh, ESPN has a ranking of all of these mm-hmm. City Connect jerseys. Um, and I was looking at two that I don't think we we touched on. Yeah, I'd say we did miss a couple. Yeah, we missed a couple. Um, I I hold on. I'm st- I'm still scrolling <laughs> here, and and I am shocked. They have the penguin the pirates at 16 in their rankings. Yeah, I think that is way, too, way low. too low. Like mm-hmm. this is better than the Roy- the the Royals. I liked, but I think the the pirates are better than the Royals ones. It's obviously better than the Giants. They have at 14. Milwaukee's, it's all right, but I didn't think it was anything special. Angels, again, these are that's from last year. I wasn't I a huge like, fan of it. I actually like those. Cincinnati, I think, should be a little higher. I like the all black, like you said, with the red. Um, I, I don't mind yeah, that one. Slightly different uh, C as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I kind of like the, the all black look. I hate. The Rangers. Guess except for the number, though you can't really see the number. The numbers are in black, and the uh, name is in red. But it's about the only thing. I hate the Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers aren't great. No. And they're like, oh well, it pays tribute to the Dallas Fort Worth bringing a team to Arlington, and and you know it references April twenty first, which is when the the game was, and it's when Texas gained its independence, and the date of the first recorded baseball game in Texas, and the date of the Rangers' first home field game, and the on field debut of the City Connect uniforms. It's all April twenty first. Don't care. It's an ugly looking jersey. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the the logo either, and the hats. I'm not a fan. The Astros, I mean, it's just all yeah. blue or whatever that color is. I think it's kind is. of plain. We and know how I feel about Boston. Space City. You know how I feel about Boston, so I'm not even going over that again. <laughs> San Diego, I like the color scheme, but I think it's a little plain. Like, the color-wise is great, but I think the jersey itself is just kind of a plain jersey. It's colorful. It's bright. It's colorful. I don't like Washington. Yeah, they have it up high. They have it five. Fifth. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really really like it either. Seattle we didn't talk about. We did not, no. I don't hate it. No. I like the PNW on the side. I like the old school Mariners logo on the hat. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of that uh, logo, though. No, but I at least like the nod to the homage. Well, yeah. But I'm... I'm not. I don't think it's the fourth best City Connect jersey. Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree. I don't. Miami's I don't not there. bad. I always thought the Miami one was okay. Yeah, I, was a, I wasn't a big fan of the hats, but I love the White Sox one. Yeah, I think that on should me. be one. It's growing on me. But ESPN has number one is Colorado, and I still don't like Colorado. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think it should be number one, but I don't I don't hate it the more that I'm looking at it here and I'm not a huge fan of the hat, but I'm not a huge fan of the hat. I'm not a huge fan of the colors. The Rockies. Not I understand what you're getting at here with your all green uniforms, Colorado. I get it. But that's fine. I hate how low they have the Cubs ones. Yeah, they got it right below uh, Pittsburgh now. See, I think that's seventeen. That's too low. Right. I mean, if we're just going off hats, Travis, the Cubs one's oh, like number yeah, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely skyrocketing that to number one. And I don't like that the Braves are so low either. I really like the Braves one with the subtle nods to a- Hank Aaron and. Yeah, the nods were were good, but it just seems like it wasn't too different from one of their other alternate jerseys. Dodgers at 19, I'm fine with. Oh, yeah, that was one of the worst ones. They just slapped loose Dodgers in front and just had a blue uniform. Baltimore we didn't talk about, Travis, and that's where they have their last. Yeah, we didn't talk about Baltimore, really. I like the hat. The hat's not bad. That's about all you can say that's good. Uh, people complain about this is kind of basic. Yeah, it is. And uh, really, it's just got Baltimore on it and has the sleeves are multicolored for the city, but that's really about it. It's kind of basic. Yeah. So that wasn't really, that's probably why it's so low. So there you go. That's uh, our City Connect review. And that was it. Yeah. That's it for the season. Yeah. Uh, the Pirates will un, uh, actually play those jerseys next Tuesday, is when it says, on June 27th. Hmm. So, uh, but that's it for this season. Yep. I can't believe we're already over the and, City Connect. And hey, Travis, you are closing in on getting to see the St. Louis City Connect. Uh, is it going to happen? You're nervous. Oh, I mean, I know that people are going to hate it. It's going to have an arch on it. People are going to hate right it. Right across the middle. Of course people are going to hate it. Um, I'm just saying. Who still, we've looked this up before, who still needs. I know the Cardinals are one. Yeah. I'm trying to look at a complete list. Yeah, uh, I, no, that's not it. It's it's people like you said. People are not gonna like it because they don't want to break from tradition and they want the birds on the bats and all of that. But eh, what are you gonna do? Uh, let's see here. Cleveland hasn't gotten one. Yep. Detroit. Yep. Minnesota. Yep. Mets and Yankees. Yep. Yep. Oakland. Phillies. Uh, did Tampa get one? I don't think so. What's on the ranked on the list? So Tampa. Um, it says here on this one. Yeah, maybe that was a while back. This is at the beginning of the year, though. The Cardinals are the first team without one to publicly confirm when their City uh, City Connect will be Mm. revealed. So, Well, maybe they're not going to, Travis. Maybe you're not going to get a City Connect jersey. I mean, I forgot what the – as long as it's red. 
I take a red jersey. You don't want the baby blue? I mean, we already have a baby blue. And I was fine with that. And clearly everyone else is. You see a ton of baby blue jerseys in the in the stands at Bush okay. Stadium. Um, so I was fine. I was fine with the powder blues. Yeah, we don't know. Cleveland, Detroit, Minnesota, the Mets, the Yankees, Oakland, Phillies. Yeah, what are the Yankees? Cardinals, do? Rays, and Blue Jays. What are the Yankees gonna do? I have no idea. People are gonna hate those. The Oakland one, man, they better get to working on that and roll it out soon. Otherwise, they'll have a completely new. Right. New yeah. Gear what to... city are they gonna be able to connect to? <laughs> None. Oakland or Vegas? Oh, how mad would that be if they were still in Oakland, but their city connect jersey is Vegas? <laughs> Because they're moving there, and it's already been announced. Yeah, this is that's going to be a little awkward. They're it's going to be very awkward. <laughs> Better come up with that sooner. Maybe they're the only team that's going to be left out. Maybe they're going to be the last team to get one. Probably so. They're going to wait as long as they can to see whether or not they uh, move or not. Probably so. Uh, I would. Uh, it's going to be like it's going to be like yellow. Oh yeah, yellow or something, or. A darker shade of blue with that. Uh, I always forget what it's called. That elephant. It's kind of no. It's not really an elephant. No, I'm talking about the cardinal jersey. Oh, the cardinal jersey. I'm sorry. It's like that. That logo. It's got. On, it's on the city flag. Mm. I know. I always forget what it's called. It's kind of like that. Um, New Orleans. Yeah. Logo yeah. type thing. I forgot what it's called. I was I was talking about Oakland. Oakland, yeah. And I thought it was gonna be blue because their city connect jersey is just gonna be a Warriors jersey. It just says athletic on it. There you go. <laughs> that would be different. Hey, it, one team that left Oakland. <laughs> That'd be different. <laughs> Think the owner has any say in uh, what the jersey looks like? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he has some input. Uh, I'm sure. But now that's uh, that's our jersey talk, right? And get a if we if it's not if the Cardinals jersey isn't red, make a red top, please. Oh, how mad are you going to be, Travis, if it's like yellow or like blue, like not that baby blue, but like a, a dark blue, it's gonna be dark blue, yeah, or or green for some reason, <laughs> green. <laughs> That would be uh, off the wall. It, it would. I'd give them points for being creative. <laughs> I mean, a city flag has that blue in it. also has red in it as well. So, like, you know what that thing's called? And that oh, thing in the yeah, middle. Yeah, the, the three thing. Yeah. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't know what it's called. I, I failed flag class. Hmm. I I just I I wanted to have like oh Travis this in a 2004 poll the St Louis flag was voted the fifth best design among United oh. States city flags did not know that <laughs> fun with flags this is gonna be this is gonna be the jersey and Travis is gonna throw up on the computer when I tell him this it's just gonna have the arch like in one corner. And then it's just going to be a map of the uh, Lewis and Trail, um, you know, because St. <laughs> Louis is a gateway to the West. So it's just going to be the map that they went on. And that's that's going to be the front of the jersey. Mm. Nice. 
<laughs> on the back, it's going to have a horse. It's a Clydesdale. That, that'll be it. <laughs> Clydesdale, nice. Yeah, I like that. You know what I would like? All right, and I'm I'm being dead serious about this. So we know how the Pittsburgh one had like the little inside the jersey. It had the little like Steelers steel worker logo because they connect with that and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I would love if St. Louis did that, but with all 11 logos of the world series, they won. Ooh, right. Wouldn't that be cool? There you go. That's the idea. That's what the Yankees are going to do. That's going to be the pinstripes. There's going to be all of the world series logos. Yeah, I mean, like they can't not have pinstripes on their Jersey. I don't know. I haven't seen a city connect Jersey yet with pinstripes. The Cubs didn't have pinstripes. I know, but that's this is the Yankees. They're famous for their pinstripes. More famous than the Cubs' pinstripes. They do wear the black tops every once in a while. Not lately, but they used to. Uh, not for a while. Not for a while. I mean, that's like an alternate jersey, like yeah. a batting practice jersey or something. But There's going to be a big picture of Derek Jeter's face on it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Jeter. It's just going to be like the Dodgers, and it's just going to say like a Los Yankees. I mean, I wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. Would not surprise me. Because we don't break tradition, and we're gonna we're gonna basically have our same jerseys. Exactly. It's gonna be inverted. It's gonna be white pinstripes. Mm-hmm. With yep. a, the Mets are gonna have an apple on theirs. Has to be an apple somewhere. Has to. Yankees need to have the Statue of Liberty on theirs. Ooh, there you go. Times Square, Empire State Building. There you go. Yeah, do something with the Statue of Liberty. Oh, there you go, Travis. The pinstripes could be the Empire State Building. There you go. See, we're, we're working on stuff here. We're working. One pinstripe could be Lady Liberty. One could be the Empire State Building. One could be like the Wall Street sign. One could be Times Square. There you go. See? We're working. You're welcome, City We're Connect. Workshopping. I just I just got the Yankees jerseys We're done. Workshopping it right And here. the Mets jerseys will be red and just be a big apple. There you go. There we go. You gotta tie it in with the thing in center field. That's right. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working hard over here, man. <laughs> now we need to work on the rest of the city. My bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Call us. Call Send us. us. Send us. Send us some uh, uh some comp. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was looking Free for. Free jersey. Oh, there you go. I would take that. Depending on what the St. Louis one looks like. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to pass up a free jersey. Uh, Maybe the Cubs. Yeah. Although you take the hat. I honestly, I would take the hat. I would never wear it. But I know. You'd have it just would, for your collection. I would take the hat just to say I have it. You would put it right there. Give Travis a... The hat with the Southsiders black top. Mm. There you go. I could uh, I can wear it when I venture into Chicago. There you go. I could have used that last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> sure, you. I'm sure that would have worked out well for you. Ah, uh, yeah. I think I. I think I did all right. Just wearing, as long as you didn't go to Chicago wearing Cardinals gear. I did not. I did not. Yeah. I did not stray from the attire that I was there for to see. Good call. So Good call. <laughs> that's what my uh, wardrobe consisted of. Hey, you go with what you know, Travis. <laughs> Got a lot of compliments, hey, too. That's that's all that matters. We're, 
We were we're out here. No one's gonna be mad. No one's gonna be mad at you if you get compliments. <laughs> no, no. And I saw a bunch of other people with uh, my type of shirts there on as go. well. So there you go. All right, but that's enough of that. You probably yeah. don't care about that. Yeah. But let's get to uh, what you might care about. Yes. That's this day in sports history. On this day back in 1986, Travis, in the quarterfinals of the 1986 World Cup in Mexico, Argentina's Diego Maradona scores two of the most notable goals in soccer history in a 2-1 win over England. In the 51st minute, a no-call on a handball leads to him scoring on what is now known as the infamous Hand of God goal. And then five minutes later, he dribbled past several England defenders and the keeper to score what was later dubbed the goal of the century. Hmm. Very important in the hockey world or the uh, soccer world. Yeah, it's definitely a famous goal there. Yep. The hand of God. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, June 22nd, 1994, the Rockets, led by Hakeem Olajuwon, win their first NBA title, beating the New York Knicks 90-84 to in Game 7 of the finals. Olajuwon averaged 27 points and 9 rebounds per game in the series. I mean, the first player born outside the U.S. to win finals MVP. Hmm. And finally, on this day back in 2021, the Pistons won the 2021 NBA Draft Lottery and won the number one pick for the first time since 1970 when they'd go on to select Bob Lanier. The Detroit would later select Cade Cunningham with that number one pick. Mm-hmm. Still waiting to see if he uh, works out. Yep, and they're also got a high pick in this draft as well. They always do. It does seem that way more mm-hmm. often than not. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they're picking fifth. Yep. They'll get whoever the Rockets don't pick are the Twins. Whoever's left. Are the Thompson Twins. They get whoever's left. Basically. Basically. It's like, well, you're glad to be here, but I, I wish I had a better choice. <laughs> Just kind of get the uh, leftovers. I did see someone say, Travis, that we should have the final, like the worst four teams in the NBA play in a tournament to determine the number one pick instead of the ping pong balls. I have heard that too. I don't hate that, but I don't want the winners to get the number one pick. I want the losers to get the number one pick. Yeah. Because this this idea I saw had, well, if they win, you know, you have the, the... one and four and the two and three, the winners of those games go on, and then the winner of that game gets the number one pick. No, it should be the losers of the games. Yeah. They're the worst team. Mm-hmm. Plus, just watching that, would it would be absolutely awful basketball because they'd be trying to intentionally lose, you would think. Yeah, exactly. And Udonis Haslam would have played minutes in that tournament. <laughs> he would have. The Pistons made the playoffs in 2018-2019? No, they didn't. I guess so, yeah. They lost oh. in the first round. Uh, what's that old uh, that song, Free Fallen? I mean, they're a f- 500 record, but they got well, to the Well, that just shows you how bad the East was. And uh, ever since then, 20 and 46, 20 and 50, 23 and 59, and last year, 17 and 65. Ooh. Ouch. Not good. Not good at all. Not good at all. Especially the run they had in the... Uh, mid two thousands, mid two thousands, yeah. yeah, and of course the eighties uh, and nineties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. long, long away from that. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So, alrighty, Travis. All right, that wraps it up. Don't I you? think that does it. Alrighty. All right, so uh, we will uh, get on, getting on, and we'll be. 
back for you tomorrow as we uh, close out the week. So that means we got NASCAR Pick'em returning. Yeah. Yep. As well, seems like it's been forever that we did that. And uh, we'll recap the NBA draft as well and look ahead to uh, the weekend in MLB and look into the uh, upcoming London series with the Cars and the Cubs as well. All on tomorrow's show. So until then, we'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. We're out. Peace. Peace.